Hello and welcome to Future Filipina. My name is Christine and I'm Catherine and we're two sisters here to share our experiences as Canadian-born Filipinas. We often have real authentic conversations about life and what we go through with each other. So we decided to bring our conversations to this podcast in hopes of making a difference with others in the same shoes. We'll be talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly in most of life's topics like family, career, and well-being. But we don't just stop there. We think this could make a difference for anyone who is trying to make their mark in this world. So wherever you're listening from, be with us for the next hour and get ready to laugh, reflect, cry, and be inspired to discover your best self. Welcome. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Future Filipina Podcast. Um, I'm Christine and I am with my sister Kat, Catherine. And Hi. today. Oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. We did a recording before, so this is just kind of the second time. Um, so today we'll be talking about relationships and in particular interrelation interracial relationships. Um, so Catherine and I were both born in Canada and uh it's sort of a thing that we've been talking about even before we started recording, that um, you know. Filipinas who are and even Filipinos who were born or raised in Canada end up with um, or end up dating or prefer um, non-Filipinos. So Kat, what are your thoughts? (laughs) Well, my thought is, is that I did prefer um, a white man because I married one. Oh, man. But it's so funny, though, because we were talking about how, like, even growing up, I don't think you, I don't think both of us have dated um, Filipino guys. I, no, I, I love how I was going to say, I sure have crushed on them, though. But <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, no hate to the Filipino guys. Really, there's like, it's, I don't know. It's just so funny how we make up these stories or I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know what it is. I mean, so yeah, like you said, crushed, like for sure. I think growing up, I'm thinking like all up until I was like 19 years old, 18, 19, I Mm -hmm. liked Filipino guys, you know, like Mm -hmm. they were guys that were, that were friends, coworkers. Um, and that I I did end up, I, I did like them. I remember actually there was one guy in particular when I was working at, um, a marketing company and it was the son of the president and he was Filipino and, you know, he would drive me home. And I, I still remember like dad being so mad (laughs) this was driving me home because he did he was like I don't like the look of him I don't I don't like Filipinos I know yeah did I ever tell you that I think so is he the one that looks like very mestizo is that what it is mestizo I think mestizo is a girl isn't it (laughs) (laughs) but I I don't know like he looked very light right like light with a mustache who are you talking about? What's his name? Or should we I don't remember say his name? I don't oh, remember his name. Or his name? <laughs> no. He's not the one with the knives, is it? 
Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Not, he was very good looking. Yeah. He didn't carry the knives. It's the, we, we were selling knives. Okay. <laughs> just, like, to, just, just to just clarify. clarify. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, exactly. Like so he and he was like really cool, right? He like he drove like this black SUV, yeah, yeah. like the yeah, Durango, yeah. I think it's called. And and like he wow. just was so like cool and hip, you know? And yeah, and just back then when you're nineteen, it's like it's just oh, everything yeah. that he has a car. Totally. Yeah. 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 So and dad just like, you know, peeking at the window, seeing him drop me off, like, oh what are you doing God. with this boy? You know? So I oh feel like God. that kind of influenced me I think also a little bit oh like dad's opinion yeah like I know how Filipino guys are and what they do and how they treat women and da 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 and mm. and then I but I don't know that that influenced me because so why I will say we grew up with very closely a lot of boy cousins you know like we literally lived with our guy cousins um growing up played with them like we're just with them 24 7 and I think what ended up happening for me at least was I felt like every time I met another Filipino guy I was like are we related you know like I feel like we could be related because I just my relationship and my relation to Filipino guys was like Mm -hmm. my cousins you know like we just were cousins we were blood related Mm mm-hmm I think it's funny because there's a conversation there with, do you know, fucking hell, what's that? Oh, Love is Blind, that show. Oh, is that the Nick Lachey one? Yes. Mm -hmm. So where they, it's really good. I think it's like so much better than The Bachelor. I've never watched The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. Like I watched it like probably 20 years ago. But um, um, it's much better because people get to know each other. with just their voice they don't see each other so it's not about the looks and then you fall in love based on you know what you tell each other like the connection all that stuff so there was this indian guy who who was actually like oh my god he's such a freaking asshole like he was just so but then he redeemed himself because he ended up falling in love with another indian woman oh like and he was like totally the one who like the blonde bombshell like he's Indian himself and yeah. he like the blonde bombshell. He never like, you know, never went for his, um, his color, like his culture. And so we're like, Oh my God, this could be it and stuff. And they like, he proposed to her. And oh, so yeah. then now the thing is they, the next phase, the people who propose to each other, you get to meet each other. And mm. it kind of started coming. It started creeping back to him that he felt like, he's not attracted to her because he feels like it's like one of his aunts, which is very, yes. Which a lot of people gave a lot of backlash to because it's kind of like you are so far from, like you don't want to be identified with your culture to the point that you would say something like that. And that's the first time that I ever saw it that way. I didn't know mm. that it was that deep. Not that I'm saying that what you say with the, the cousins, yeah. but that's a very typical yeah. thing for all of us to say. Like, yeah. I don't like, I never dated Filipino guys or at least after 19 because it felt like they were like my cousin. Mm. But apparently to other people, that's a very offensive thing, especially for people who are, who have dated their own yeah. 
Yeah. Right. So I think there's something to like dismantle there and unpack. But I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, but we don't have to worry because like we're married to like white men. But yeah, like, fuck. I'm just <laughs> saying that it's. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, we can't really, you know, di- di- divert because we're already married. <laughs> but because I was going to say, well, you know what? Maybe we could try. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> But it's funny though, like, cause it's like, you know, like aside from that, which I'm sure we'll get to that conversation of our own relationships, but I do wonder, it's like, if we had the mentality that we do now, then Mm -hmm. when we were younger, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how would that have played out if we had dated Filipino guys, you know, like, it's just, there is that curiosity of like, well, I mean, if I, if we just take away the stories that we had at that time and Mm -hmm. we just went at it literally like from just blank from nothing, um, it would kind of be cool because it's almost as if, I mean, at least I'm thinking about like from Canada, you know, like, so maybe someone who's Filipino, whether he was born here or whether he was born in the Philippines, but it's like, what would it have been oh, like? I thought you meant like only Filipino guys who were born here. And I was like, oh my God, you're all. <laughs> no, no. Like whether they were born here or not, the fact yeah. that they're Filipino, if we dated them, it would be cool because it's like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I I think like everything happens for a reason, though. Like, I feel like both of us, like, we've come into our own maturity, but I think we've chosen our partners and have stayed with our our partners, not because of the color anymore, right? No, I'm not like like, how you say stayed with the partner, like. like we're actively choosing. I mean, it's true we do actively choose them every day, but like. I know that I didn't even, when I think about it, I never even chose Nick because of his color, you know, like I really, Mm -hmm. it wasn't because of his color for me. It was like, because of who he was when I met him. Yeah. Right. And just, yeah. Who he was. I think for me, it was like the attraction of, I was always attracted to white guys. I mean, when I was dating, I just, that's just what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I would turn down like other um, other ethnicities but the ones that I don't know like a connection to or just like no I won't say that I don't know whoever who I thought was hot I don't know like I, who I was attracted to I guess um but think back because like I'm sure we like I'm trying to think like maybe you did date a Filipino guy and I like didn't. I'm trying to think, maybe I did you did no I didn't you did because you know all. the guys the thing is what's funny is that I only remember three Filipino guys that I liked and they were all born in Canada and they didn't like me the same way. So I wonder if it's because they like the other motherfucking ethnicity as well. It's like a playing game of (laughs) (laughs) fucking dominoes. I'm like, what the fuck? Because you don't, you know, like that's so crazy, right? Like if you think of it that way, yeah, they never, yeah. Oh my God. It's so funny. You say that because remember my childhood crush when I was a teenager, Mark, who is Amber? Yeah. Yeah. From yeah. Shoppers. He always liked um, our boss's cousin. She's Guyanese. Oh. Teresa, her cousin. He, he like was in love with her. Like, oh my God, Teresa. I, yeah. Yeah. So, like, and he was always like in love with her. Like, it was, it, so now it's crazy. Like, that's so funny you said that because it's like, oh my God, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So, you would never yeah. see me as like, you know, like, you know, I, in that, way in that way like the same kind 
Yeah, that's why there was that rejection because they just didn't see us that way. And that could be, you know, that's insane how that's like on one side. Hmm. Did you ever feel this way where you almost felt like um, that you weren't attractive to Filipino guys? I'm trying to discern her look right now. So she literally, <laughs> you can't see her, but she like looks up to the corner with like these big eyes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, cause I'm like trying to go through those three guys. The, you, do you remember Patrick from college? Yes. Yes. Okay. So he liked uh, white women. Like he didn't oh like my gosh. So I definitely mm-hmm. felt like he wasn't attracted to me. Um, mm-hmm. The other guy as well. Uh, yeah, I don't feel like I did. But remember the first guy, Anthony Reyes, Anthony? that I would bump into my whole fucking life, like in the damn gym. So I felt like maybe he did, but I'm just like, what the fuck? You know, just so it's just whatever. Which is really funny because I think the last encounter was like, I I want to say, was it the last five years? Maybe five, six, seven years? Yeah. So you were, years, probably. you were already in a relationship. But it I was, was already still- married. Yeah, we were married. I was, I I believe I was engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just hilarious when we did bump into him because you just, it was funny. If people who know Catherine. Because it would, yeah, it would be the type of situation that we're in because it's like, I'm in a situation, I'm going through it. And then you're literally looking at both of us being like, what the fuck just happened? What? Like, And it (laughs) flew over my head. A lot of things float, you know, just fly over my head. Like, I don't even know what the frick's happening until you tell me after. And then we just laugh like crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, you're very, there would be so many guys looking at you and you'd be so, as you're like strutting your stuff down the mall (laughs) but are you talking about like filipino guys no just in general because we're talking about oblivious (laughs) (laughs) it's like a detour i mean (laughs) but anyway i think yeah i mean did i did i ever tell you that i saw mark like years later at a in a bus in a bus yeah and then what like walk away from him well no I mean like this when didn't this definitely happened like I don't know 10 years no maybe seven years I don't remember but it was I took a bus and I think it was a Finch bus so I don't remember why I would have taken a Finch bus and where I was going but I did feel older because I knew that years had passed before we saw you know when we finished working at Choppers um and then, but I, it was funny because like when I saw him, it was like, oh my God, like it's been so long. And then he's like, I think, I don't know if he's still this way, but he is, uh, he's a, in a, like a Christian oh, yes, church. Yes, yes, yes. He became religious. Yeah, like yes. super religious. So like the whole oh. time in the conversation, the whole conversation was like, oh my God, do you believe in God? Like, I don't know, I don't know now, but like, why don't you come to the church? It's in a basement and da 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 da. And I was like, okay, I'll let you know. But uh, oh it's nice God. seeing you. Yeah. You know. Oh, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Hope he's so doing well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but that's a very Filipino thing to do. We're just putting pulling all the stereotypes. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I don't know. It's so funny because like we talk about what 
our crushes were. So we, d- we did have crushes. I wonder what changed. What do you mean? What changed? Because like growing up, we did have my first ever crush. Anthony Reyes was is Filipino. Like he like was my first crush. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, and I've and I've had crushes on other Filipinos as well. And then but you know what it is? I think it's like I think I'm thinking too deeply about it because when I went to college. Yes, there were some Filipino guys. Oh, yeah. No, I did have another crush on another guy. Yeah. So, you know what? Maybe I'm just being like maybe I'm stereotyping myself because really. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit. I'm 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 literally being like, oh yeah, in college there were not that many Filipino guys, but there were maybe like three in a span of like a class of, you know, three hundred people, let's say. But then there were also white guys. So I think it's just kind of like discovering who you like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'm trying to like I don't remember anyone Filipino in my university. In my, sorry, my program, the program that I was in. Yeah. So don't you think that influences who you, you know, your surroundings, right? It's your surroundings. Exactly. It's who you get to know. It's who you become friends with. Right. Even when I went to, um, you know, Amanda at the time, my best friend at the time, when she went to Brock, right. And then she ended up introducing me to her friends. Like even there, there wasn't, there weren't any Filipino guys yeah, well, especially because they were all the way up in St. Catharines, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. really, that's what I'm saying. Like, growing up, the only, like, who I, like, the only boys, Filipino boys I was surrounded with were my cousins. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Growing up, for me, right? And yeah. But it's the thing, like, I didn't think that I would end up anyway. I don't remember what I thought, but, you know... Now the second go at it, it's like, oh, he's not Filipino. But you know what? You know what's crazy though? It's funny because even though Nick is not Filipino, I actually feel like he's Filipino. He has a lot of traits of Filipino. And well, even yeah, because he's that, Lebanese. But is that Leb? <laughs> is that no? What do you it's mean? as if you were married to like an Italian, Italian, um, Italian, Portuguese, like mm-hmm. Indian. Um, Trinidadian, like there's so many uh, values that are the same, similar. very similar True. for True. sure. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I think that's also why, like I get along with Nick's family, like so well and True. Nick himself, because it's like, it just feels like, like home. Like familiar. Familiar. <laughs> very familiar. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. mom and dad would always say that, right. They'd always be like, Oh, he's like a Filipino guy, Filipino man. Hmm. Yeah. It's also like I think like the manners too. Like he has mm. manners like with elders and just um, you know, that kind of thing. Like very protective mm-hmm. uh, towards you and towards everyone, I guess. In that way, do you feel like Morgan has any traits of Filipino? His kindness. <laughs> That's it. But I think he's like so different than like. A typical white guy, I guess. But I think it's because of me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together for 12 years. Yeah, so, wow, 12 years. <laughs> so he's literally, like, become me. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. But I guess, like, we can dive into that in terms of, like, us being in a relationship with another 
ethnicity. But mm-hmm. so, so for you, in your case, you have a lot of similarities. But with me, it was definitely a massive culture shock mm. to be in intertwined with a white family and then with yeah. us. Um, yeah. <laughs> like do we want to go there (laughs) what can I say um (laughs) uh okay no like to be honest it's I don't know um it's funny because it's like things that I knew that I would experience and then there's things that I didn't know that I could experience but it's been such a learning experience (laughs) (laughs) it's like you're saying it without saying it and really I mean the focus is on and the kind of the question goes back to like um, how what it's been like uh, to be with Morgan who is you know Caucasian white um, and focusing on that Mm -hmm. well I'll tell you it's that kind of um that kind of made me realize. And the, the thing is, like, years ago, when it first happened, um, probably about, like, maybe eight years ago. I don't know. It was before we were married, actually. So it was 10 years ago. Yeah, about almost 10 years ago, let's say. Um, we went up to his best friend's cottage, and uh, that was the first time that I experienced, like, really harsh racism. Mm. To the point where it's like you don't even have to say anything, but you know you're not wanted there. Wow. And I don't think I've ever, I, I've never experienced that because when I went back into the car, I just burst out crying. Like it was, it felt that the magnitude of hate and what I know from their family too is that they have like, you know, not memorabilia, but things of the past of like the Nazis and just stuff that they've said. Yeah. Stuff that they've said to Morgan and he didn't like it, but you know, what is he going to say? They would say Packy or they would say the N word. They would say like very, very bad stuff. And I was just like, okay, but going up there myself and just experiencing that myself, it was, it was terrible. So But when I had told him, he was, he didn't know what to say and he didn't know how to make me feel better because he's white. Mm. And I think I, not only until maybe a year ago, until I saw an episode of This Is Us and some, the exact same thing happened, which made me feel super seen. Like I've never, it never clicked in such a way. And I'll tell you this quickly. So uh, Kevin this white character is one of the brothers. He was dating a black woman and they both went into the convenience store and the black woman was um, getting stuff from the convenience store, went up to the white cashier and the white cashier just kind of was mean to her. Like Mm -hmm. thinking that, you know, it was just kind of brushing her off was just really like just very passive aggressive for no reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when Kevin went up to pay his stuff, um, the white woman um, actually like brushed the black woman off and was kind of like protecting Kevin, Mm -hmm. being like, excuse me, like he's paying now or just, you know, that kind of interaction. And then Kevin's like, oh, she's she's with me or, you know, like he didn't think that anything was wrong. So anyway, the, the point of the story is, is that later on in that in the night, 
the black woman. Oh my god, I I, I love how I'm saying black woman, white woman. <laughs> um, she because I forgot her name. Fuck, but she she approached Kevin and was like, "This is what happened, and mm. this is how she made me feel." And he said, "Really? What? Like she was so nice? What do you mean?" And and was like totally oblivious to it. But that episode made me realize that all of my anger that I put towards Morgan like demanding that he understand how I feel he can't understand because mm-hmm. he how would he experience racism yeah. if it's not if it wasn't like it just wasn't in the it's not in the cards for him to understand like it just doesn't like he yeah. wouldn't even see it happening yeah unless you're of that color and so I realized like whoa like I I think I took a lot of weight out of that situation Mm-hmm. Of like, there was nothing Morgan can do. Like he can listen to me, but he can't truly feel what it's like to to face racism. You know, not that I'm saying that white people don't, you know, go through their own stuff, like their own stereotypes and whatnot. But um, yeah, so I think that's opened a lot of stuff in terms yeah. of uh, in our relationship. I'm sure. I'm sure you experiencing that that time, and then even over the years, just being aware and and showing him what it's been like I think from that then he's probably learned you know uh, yeah about what it's like and and probably in some ways even felt what you felt because mm-hmm. he's with you yeah, yeah totally I, I definitely feel like he's um oh no did I just burp on this podcast <laughs> it's okay. I, literally, I literally burped Five seconds ago, and I was like, I will, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I hope you didn't hear it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm actually surprised I didn't do that sooner. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I feel like he's gained values from from the Filipino culture about mm-hmm. you know uh, it's important like family and and mm-hmm. um, and being kind and forgiveness and. Mm-hmm. Um, just really like helping each other out. Like I think there's so many good things about mm-hmm. our culture and about our family specifically that I think it's really rubbed off on him. And unfortunately, you know, there's obviously been a lot of tension or a lot of like miscommunication, a lot of like misunderstanding, I guess, from his side of the family that that don't have that, um, mm-hmm. that don't have the same values, I guess. Or they do have the same values, but in their own way. I'll just say that because I'm not trying to bash them or say that they're not like our family because every family is different. Totally. But, um, but I'm really just trying to get into... I don't know. It's it's once, especially once you have a child, once you get married, it's like you already feel like you're the unit, you know, and everyone else is kind of just like a supporting, you know, yeah, a supporting cast, a supporting aspect of it, of your life. And like, you are the priority. It's you and your husband. And yeah, so I guess like, that's where I'm at. And making our own family, you know, establishing like, what is that? Like, what are we going to do for Emery? And the fact that she's half Filipino, half, you know, Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's that's uh, what I'm going to mother I can say about that. 
<laughs> I could just swear. <laughs> there's like no point. To, there's like no reason for me to swear, but I just become Cat <laughs> Williams. I don't know why. It just like <laughs> Yeah, that's, it's funny because I'm thinking about how <clears throat> in my, in my particular um, situation with Nick and like our family, like his family and then our family, but, and it's, I think about it from the viewpoint of like the younger, our younger children. So not necessarily not Natalie, cause she's 16, but like, let's say Vicky, right. His niece and then Emery mm-hmm. and how, I think for, I, I can't speak for them, but I, it's kind of like, you know, they both, for example, would know me as auntie and obviously Emery, like not more Vicky, but Vicky, I don't think that she knows like that. It's like, oh, that she's not Lebanese, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's not like she's growing up like, oh, this is my Filipino aunt, or this is my aunt who's a different color than us. Like, she doesn't know that she doesn't, it's not even in her vocabulary. I'm just mm-hmm. like, auntie. I'm just, you know, Christine. Wow. And that's interesting. It's so cool, you know, because it's it just like blending. Cool. Like it's not about color. It's not about race. So I, I think yeah. that that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's funny because I think that's just, it also, I guess when I'm surprised by that, it shows to me how much I've, um, I've hidden myself because of my culture you know, mm. because I think mm. I have like, I have a lot of that now. It's not even like imposter syndrome. I think it's just like, whoa, like we're actually being recognized. We're actually being seen. And it, because the fact that there are people and there are situations where they, they even look past our culture, right? It's not even anything, but it's just, oh God, I heard Emery. Um <laughs> But it's the fact that, you know, I was just looking on TikTok and Bretman Rock, who's like a big, you know, he has an MTV show now. He has like a reality wow. show. And it's like, it's massive. And I was like, holy shit. Like he was chosen out of all of the influencers and he's Filipino and he shows a lot of like, you know, uh, our culture and stuff. And that's in the forefront. And it's also the same thing with Joe Coy, right? And mm-hmm. just even Chelsea Handler, who is like, a white woman like mm. you know dating Joe Coy dating and and talking about Filipinos like true you yeah. know and just and I I wonder like what that says about just how I feel of like whoa like we're being seen like it's a very important thing it's just very mm-hmm. like whoa it's just massive to me yeah, you know what's in, I I want to ask you. I mean, I feel like I know because I'm your sister and I I see how it is when you're around Morgan and with uh with him in terms of like how you how your culture shows up in the relationship. You know, and how your in like how it influences um your relationship. And even in more mundane ways, it doesn't have to be, you know, like emotional or like, you know, how it shows up like psych- psychologically. It's it's more like even physically, I can tell you I've introduced Nick to, you know, various Filipino foods and he loves certain Filipino foods now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and even Filipino snacks. He likes mm-hmm. that uh what is it called? The boy, 
the the garlic nuts, the garlic. Oh yeah, you know, like the, you the know one that, that has like the garlic head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, whatever it's called. Oh, he love he loves that. So it's like things like that, you know. Like for you, I feel like you you t- you talk to Gallo in front of Morgan, <laughs> so I feel like that's how it shows up in your relationship with him. But how else do you feel like it shows up? Well, it's funny because, like, I always try to teach him Tagalog, mm. but it doesn't get through. But, like, I also <laughs> I also have to remember that it's, like, and it's very cool, the fact that, like, I know a second language. And that, like, for you as well, right? Like, I didn't even, like, distinguish that, that I'm, like, I know another language. Holy shit. Like, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> in my head, I thought I only knew English. But no, I know Tagalog. So I would always tell him. But he, you know, like, sometimes it just, <laughs> I'm, like, sometimes it just doesn't stick. But um, I don't know if it's because he doesn't want to learn or. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, but actually, they're, it's funny because he. He actually shows more interest in Philippine stuff than me sometimes. Hmm. Where like I'm what? like, are you just trying to impress me? Or like, what's <laughs> Like, he just talks about Jollibee all the time. Or he <laughs> just his coworkers. Just like, you know, just like certain things. Like, he's always just like more into it than I am. I guess, like, we're always just kind of, like, when he's into it, I'm not. When I'm into it, he's, like, whatever. But, you know. <laughs> it's so adorable. I know. Like, he's, like, he's always trying to, like, he always just tells me all these different things. Like, you know how he is. He's, like, a Google, right? True. So, did you know? And I'm, like, okay, I freaking knew that. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. But, um, yeah. Going but it's really back- nice, like. No, I was going to say, going back to the language thing, I just want to say it. Remember how you're like, I'm trying to teach it. I try to teach him words, but it doesn't stick. Mm-hmm. So this is like a thing with Nick and I, where he thinks it's such a shame that I don't know how to speak Tagalog and he actually doesn't understand it. He's like, how do you understand it, but you can't speak it? Is it because you're shy or is it because he's like, because like, if you understand it, that means that you can speak it. And he's like, you should learn how to speak it. You should know how to speak it. That's a shame. <laughs> oh <my laughs> your culture. It's funny you know, how we funny. It would be that like that for him because he he speaks like yeah. What is it called? Like Lebanese or is it Portuguese? Arabic. Like well, he speaks Arabic. Like he's Arabic. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Like he knows so many languages, of course. And then Morgan, like he knows French, but he doesn't speak it. But hmm. yeah, that that makes sense that he would like want you to speak that. But I'm yeah. actually surprised that you don't know how to speak that. <laughs> now it's like now it's like I'm turning on you. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's weird. But I like yeah. it's cool though that I'm, and I think you've experienced this too, where you know you're around Filipino people and they think because you're born in Canada that you don't understand it, so they'll speak in it but then they don't know that you actually know what they're saying. Yeah, no, that's great that you have those experiences. I have the experiences where they talk to me in Tagalog and I'm like, huh? And then they speak <laughs> in English because they know that I don't understand. What? That happens so much. That happened at Emery's birthday and I was like, really? say what? Yeah, oh yeah. Thanks. I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like oh do you have is there any fish and I'm like oh shit like okay yeah 
<laughs> yeah, it always happens. First time Tagalog, second time English. Because <laughs> they know. It's like they smell it. They just, they're just like, do you not understand me? But you know, you're like, you know, yeah, you know it. You totally understand way more than I do. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was that actually, when you first started dating Nick, was that something that you guys talked about? Like your cultures? No, like literally, I feel like it's almost like an every week or every month thing. <laughs> You're still, yeah. It's like a learning. We, it's just like it's ever evolving. Yeah. It just like if yeah. it somehow comes up and, you know, my and mom is talking in Tagalog, then it just like comes up for him. You, you should be learning how to, you should speak to her back in Tagalog. You know, he's like, I feel you know, like I can learn. Well, it's funny because like I always wonder when mom talks, mom and dad talk uh, to you, to us in Tagalog and stuff in front of Morgan, I wonder how he feels, you know, mm-hmm. if he feels left out or if he's used to it and doesn't mm-hmm. mind or, you should know, like, cause him. I really, I know I should ask him. I'll definitely ask him tonight. Cause it's like, I don't want him to feel bad or like not feel bad, yeah. but, you know, to feel like, mm-hmm. like what's <laughs> but you know, what's crazy. It's, yeah. it's actually mom has said it before where it, she's like, it's a regret of hers that she didn't teach us how to speak wow. to Galog when we were younger. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a regret you know that they wanted us to fit in and in English. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Totally. That's like, that's definitely a thing that everyone, like all immigrant families go through. They just mm. want you to speak English. And it's definitely, yeah. Now it's like a thing of, am I going to teach Emery? I feel like when she's older, I definitely will. But right You're now it's like, there's no point. Yeah. Or, <laughs> because i haven't given you the words that i know (laughs) i'm saying the basic five sentence language i know let me test you on this because this is just like funny i actually want to know tell me five filipino words that you know five filipino words um okay uh maganda Mm-hmm. Mahal kita is that two words? Yeah. Maligayang Pasco. <laughs> I love how you sang that. <laughs> That's three. Um, I'm gonna count that as three. Four and five. <laughs> I love how random this is. Hipon. <laughs> <laughs> is that shrimp? <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's because I saw it on TikTok. So I'm just Sinigang. <laughs> Sinigang. <laughs> Those are the five words Emery's gonna learn. <laughs> Sinigang, Hipon, Malagang, Pasco, Mahal Huta. And what's the first one? Maganda. Maganda. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god. Oh, hilarious. I'm so funny. But yeah, anyway, I was going to say something about how when, okay, okay, my dating experience, this is the thing. This is on the other flip side of it. My dating experience is that I would be so grossed out by the white men who had yellow fever Mm. and would kind of fetishize. Yeah. Fetishize? Fetishize? 
the Asian culture and it, mm-hmm. and I really, and so it's funny cause I, did I ever tell you this? The, when I started dating Morgan and he, um, and he brought up something about Asian girls and I, no, and it never. triggered the mother effing thing in me. I was like, yo, are you one of them? Tell me, boy, I will get out of this motherfucking Jeep. And Hill, you know, townhouse <laughs> complex, I will go because this is not for me. Okay. And he was, you know, Morgan, he's like, what? What's happening? What? And it's like, <laughs> we had a full on argument. Like, I was like, you like me just because I'm motherfucking Asian. <laughs> like, no. And it's like, I made it a thing. Like, I made it a wow. huge thing because it was a huge trigger for me, which is hilarious because, like, I liked white guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I was like fucking fetishizing them, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that's my dating history or whatever that was. But that's a funny story that I brought up because I remember that. Oh, man. I love how, like, most of our conversation was regarding our dating experiences before our husbands. Yeah. Actually, one question that I get all the time who, um, when it's like there's a Filipina and then, you know, their partners are interracial, they always ask the, you know, they've always asked Morgan, oh, have you been to the Philippines? And mm. he says no. And it's like, it sucks mm. because like other, you know, they've all been there, right? So that's another experience I want to have. You should totally take him there. I know. Does Nick want to go there? Well, no, he wouldn't go. Well, but like, has he wanted to go? I mean, I think like if we would put aside his fear of flying and because I like, feel like he can't go anywhere because of his fear of flying. But um, if I put that aside, I definitely think he would have been open and would be open for sure. 100 percent. I think I feel like he, yeah, I feel like he would say I would be a king there. <laughs> He would say that. I love how I'm walking around because I have 10%. Oh, battery? And I don't, I thought I knew where my battery is. I mean, like my uh, charging thing. So, yeah, but this you is 40 minutes crazy. in. <laughs> I'm like, if you'd like to wrap it up, that would be great. Um, Before we do, there was one thing that I actually wanted to say and bring up uh, with you having. A mi- you know, Emery, who's mixed, isn't it interesting? I, I, you can speak to this, but like, was that an appeal for you to date and marry uh, like someone who wasn't the cult your culture because of wanting mixed kids? I think that was definitely like a plus. I don't think I was seeking it out. It was when I was in. I guess, like, especially, like, with Morgan, I I would be like, oh, my God, like, I can't wait until we have kids, like, mixed kids. But I don't know. I can't really, like, remember thinking. I would never think that far. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think I would get married, to be honest. Mm, Really? Like, before Morgan? Oh, yeah. Well, because, like, you know, my dating history, right? Like, fuck. Mm. Oh, shit. Like, (laughs) I was like, yo, I'm going to be, like, a fucking... 65 year old baddie just in New York City. I was like, before him, I literally was going to move to New York. I don't even know if you knew that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I was already like, I 
talking to a fashion designer in um, Lotus Leaf who was by Coastal in New York. And I told her, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, let's, let's connect and stuff. I was totally wow. like, yeah, which is so funny because Morgan's like, oh my God, like, do you wish you went to New York? And I was like, not now, because like, I still want to be with you. And I know that you would never want to live in New York. <laughs> you go <laughs> Toronto traffic. Holy shit. You would, you would hate New York. But, um, yeah, so I never thought that far, but I think, uh, now who I am now it's like oh I have a little uh little baby girl but but I also wonder if like other people can see that she's mixed because sometimes I feel like she looks super Asian mm-hmm. so yeah you know. Nick definitely thinks she looks only Filipino <laughs> yeah like, right I, yeah like either yeah. you or mom yeah. yeah I know it's so true because there are other mixed Brooke Mm. My friend's daughter, she looks like super mixed. So true. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that's the conversation. I mean, that's part of the conversation that's starting the conversation. And I think it's definitely worth, you know, keeping, I mean, it's worth talking about it and it's worth bringing it up to people around you um, mm-hmm. and seeing, you know, what your, what your experience has been like. Um, have you had any, could you relate to some of what we've said? Um, what are you, what's your experience been? Uh, we'd love to hear from you, um, other Filipinas and whether you're, you know, born in the Philippines or still there or you're, uh, you know, here or in the U S or anywhere around the world, definitely, really interested in hearing what your experiences have been like and yeah. that's yeah yeah I think it would be great to even just you know what you've learned being in this in an interracial relationship or what do you think it um being not in a relationship like that like what that brings just you know it'd be great to just have a conversation and to see other women's stories Great. Thank you. And if you haven't already, please follow us on uh, Instagram under Future Filipina Podcast and Facebook. We have a Facebook page as well. And uh, you can download this episode wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review and subscribe. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. On each episode, we will be spotlighting a fellow Filipina, one who is either an owner of a business, a creative, or just someone who is out to make a difference in the world. We hope by sharing these fellow Filipinas with you, you can join us to celebrate, share, and support each other. On this episode, we are featuring Lori D. Davila, a Toronto Filipina author, with her first novel called How to Be the Best Third Wheel. This book follows 16-year-old Laura De La Cruz, who returns home from a summer vacation in the Philippines and finds that all of her friends are now in relationships. To make matters worse, they're all dating her childhood enemy's best friends. Now that she and her enemy, James, are both third wheels in their friendships, they spend time together and start to question their relationship. As new feelings begin to emerge from feeling like a third wheel to dealing with post-high school stress, this coming-of-age story is for anyone who has ever felt out of place and unsure about life and growing up. 
If you're in the Toronto or Mississauga area, Lori D will be doing a book signing at the Indigo at Square One on Saturday, July 23rd from 2 to 5 p.m. Grab a copy in store or online at Indigo, Barnes and Noble, and independent bookstores such as the Book Wardrobe, located at 223 Queen Street South in Mississauga. 